Today's episode is presented by Sweat Connected. Sweat Connected is a transformative way to work out. Sweat Connected has a mission to help you feel your best. Each expert instructor brings their signature method directly to you wherever you are in the world via Zoom. When you take a Sweat Connected class, you're able to interact with your instructor, other participants in the class, just like you would in a live studio experience. Whether you have been a group fitness participant for years or are newer, you will feel at home with Sweat Connected. Sweat Connective is exclusively offering our listeners 50% off their first class by going to sweatconnected.com and using the code POD. Again, that's the code is POD in all caps for 50% off your first class. Sweat Connected for all is for all ages, levels, and sizes in all humans. Welcome to Blog Access 101 Podcast. Follow us on social media. At blog access one-on-one on twitter and instagram special shout out to our sponsor hibachi productions use our discount code blog access 101 on hibachiproductions.com to get 20 percent off welcome back to blog access 101 i'm your host young hibachi this is episode 35 i'm here with my co-hosts lr and aj what up yo yo what's good lr 1313 on the gram I forget my my Twitter, but I don't be on there, so it don't matter. All day, AJ King on all socials, you know what I mean? Holla at me for all your hate and your slander, you feel me? Yeah, AJ, you was wild and talking about he was throwing dish shots. I mean, KD is a really great player, but... uh, <laughs> I, For sure, but, you know, it, it, we'll, we'll get into it, you know what I mean? I'll let you set it up. All right, we're going to jump right into it. Uh, what's your thoughts on the James Harden trade? I'm gonna let finally you go first, free. LR. Finally free. My guy is finally free. And I love <laughs> I love the Brooklyn uniforms, love the Barclay Center. I'll be there in the playoffs watching my man James Harden get his first ring. Bro, I cannot Jesus. wait. <laughs> I cannot wait. Oh this my is, god. This was the best, the best decision, especially seeing that unfortunately Karis LeVert got injured. So we see the Nep's depth. That was going to go down regardless. But now they replaced Karis LeVert with James Harden. And Spencer Dinwiddie could come back later. We already saw what KD and Harden did last night. Imagine what's going to happen to the Bucks when uh, Kyrie comes back on Monday. All I can say is the only team that can stop them is my Heat. But if they don't, I'm good with Harden winning the title. Let's get it. Oh wow, that was that was a lot to take in. Oh my gosh, that hit me over the head. Uh, that was all facts. Nest title pick. Holy, holy crap. Um, no, nah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you got to be happy for James to a certain extent. Um, he really, uh, he look. I I love the player empowerment movement. I think it's great. Um, LeBron kind of put this into motion in 2010 when he gave a big f you to Cleveland. Um. <laughs> You know, I, and, and I think it's good that these guys, you know, really can, you know, harness some of their power and leverage and, and make moves in that way. Um, uh, James kind of set fire to a lot of things on the way out of Houston. Um, some of that didn't really sit right with me. Like, you know, there's a way to, you know, access your leverage and not necessarily have to set fire to everything. He's going to parties and clubs during training camp. And then obviously the, day before the trade he must have caught when that the trade talks were picking up because he absolutely eviscerated the locker room and told, said they weren't good enough and 
was taking a crack on the floor uh, in the in his last game in Houston. So uh, I think it's predictable that uh, James debuted with a 30-point triple-double. We, we pretty much knew as soon as he got to a place where he could be motivated to play to win, he was going to ball out. Um, so happy for him. Wish he didn't necessarily have to, you know, take a big shit on the entire Houston roster the way he did. Uh, but thought it was, thought it was a decent trade. Uh, I thought the Sixers slept. Um, they're, they're still stuck with, uh, six foot 10, uh, Lonzo ball. Um, so that is you know, Lonzo ball. <laughs> that's that's six foot 10 Lonzo ball, number 25 on the Sixers, him. Um, the best player on the Sixers. Got it. I uh, if that's what you want to say. Um, Chiefs. <laughs> if that's what you want to say. Uh, but so I, I I thought Brooklyn made a great move. Uh, Harden will be great. But I the, the title talks though are you you got to slow your roll a little bit there. Um, what I mean, what do you guys think about um the fact that no title team has been in, in the last ten years? No title team has been lower than tenth. The worst defense uh, on defense. The worst defensive team to win the title in the last ten years was the 2016 Cavs. They were tenth. I I don't know if this Brooklyn team can be a top ten defense in the league. Um, but what do you guys think about that? Uh, it runs the, the championship and it, from the East contender runs through the Sixers. Just want to say that right now. Huh? Uh, I don't care who Brooklyn got. That's, that's don't really know about that either. But that, that's cute. Um, if like I said before the season started, it's going to be uh, Sixers and Celtics in the Easy Conference Finals. Um, people hmm. keep sleeping on Boston. Um, Kimball's will be back soon. Um, if they go get a big man a la Andre Drummond, they will be in the Easter Conference Finals. Kemba, Kemba actually makes his debut tonight. Sham's reporting that he's all good to go. Um, he'll be making his, his debut tonight against the Knicks, I believe. Yeah, they play the Knicks, right? His yeah. favorite seven, half, seven and a half point favorites. Yeah, somebody, yeah. somebody's falling tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, no, he he definitely had to had to come back in New York. This is Kimba's Kimba stomping ground, you know. Um, um, but what do you guys think about this? This like, how are the Nets going to win a title if they can't be a top ten defense? Because somebody's got to explain that to me. No team has done. I mean, that. when you score like that, do you? Really yeah, when the defense. <laughs> Yeah, when you when they they score ridiculously, um, and it's it's gonna be even crazier when Kyrie gets back. Uh, I don't really see many teams being able to really stop them from scoring. As we see the Lakers, they're they're not the same defensive team that they had last year, and uh, the Clippers they aren't that either. So when it comes down oh, to God, it, guys, uh, I, guys, you you how many how many playoff series have we watched from James Harden? How many? Do we have to watch we don't, before we, we know that. that he shrinks in the postseason? How many more do we need can, to see? I mean, the he thing about this so team right. is that he can be the third option in the playoffs. So if he's shrinking, they still got Kyrie and they still got KD. And people still aren't going to help off James Harden, so it doesn't matter. That doesn't so, – James Harden, we've, we've seen teams. We've seen teams score. Like you, you're acting like you're acting like the 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 16 and 17 Warriors weren't one of the greatest offensive teams of all time. You can't win without defense, though. You can't uh, win if you don't defend in the playoffs. I think this this next team might be a better offensive team than uh. Oh, that's that is that that Warriors that team. Crazy, yeah, man. that's and, crazy, man. Look, that Warriors team lost, and they scored 87 in the finals in that finals game. I'm I'm talking about the Durant Curry Thompson 
Draymond Warriors. Well, I mean, listen. Oh, they won the title. I mean, St- James Harden is better. They were a top player. five defense, though. They they defended. Yeah, that, that's cool. But you saying they one of the top offensive teams? But this the Nets is obviously a better offensive team than. You think Warriors. the Nets are going to be a better offensive team than Curry, Thompson, and Durant? Yes, Kyrie. James Harden is better listen. than uh than Clay Thompson. KD versus KD okay. is obviously equal, and I mean, but, only one got over with is Steph. So it's, it's Steph, cool. Steph is way better than Kyrie. James right. is way better than Clay. <laughs> so I don't know if it's, I don't know if you can consider which one is better. But Clay and Steph are better three point shooters. So I would just give the edge to the Warriors. I think the Warriors are. Team. I think the Warriors were a better offensive team. But besides the fact, I, I'm not. I'm not really trying to argue. I think Brooklyn, in their in their highest form, and and you know they looked. I thought they looked spectacular last night. Just James and, and KD doing a little bit of two-man game. Uh, James with 14 assists. That's the most assists in a Nets debut ever. Um, you know, that they're going to be – they're obviously going to score points. I don't – I'm not arguing that. I just I just think you need to be able to defend. The idea that you can outscore people in the playoffs isn't really a thing. Uh, they're going to need to be able to defend, and I don't know how they're going to do that with Harden, Kyrie, and Joe Harris on the floor in crunch time. Don't know how they're going to be able to defend and stop people from getting buckets. Hey man, Niggas, well, well, when we talk about defending, team. what what team are we? Or what team do you think are going to give the Nets trouble? Um, I mean, so in the Eastern Conference, I mean, I'm, who do they have to I, defend in the Eastern? In the Eastern Conference, are, are, are you're looking at the Bucks, you're looking at the Celtics. We we've seen the Giannis in the playoffs. He, he stops himself. I'm mad you say the Sixers first. Well, oh well, we can, well, well, I, I, I think the Sixers. I was, I was, I was getting to that. Um, and and who do they have thing, to defend for the Sixers and beat? Well, yes, but one thing, one thing the Sixers have is defense, though. One thing the Sixers have is, are, are great defenders. Um, Who's stopping KD? Ben. Nobody is. Nobody He's is stopping. Him down. He's not stopping him, nobody is stopping down. KD, but they have guys they can put on KD to give him trouble. They have wing defenders that can give him trouble. We know they, James Harden throws up clanks in the playoffs, uh, and oh we don't goodness. know what Kyrie is going to be doing. So <laughs> I, I'm not saying – again, I, I don't know. The Nets The Nets could definitely win the East. They, they probably have the – obviously they're the best offense. They might, they might have the best talent in the Eastern Conference. When you get when you're looking at a team like the Bucks, though, with Giannis, Giannis might average like 45 and 15 against that team. Uh, nobody on Ooh, that team can defend Giannis. That. Yeah, Wait, KD can't defend Giannis. No, no way. No, KD way. can't defend Giannis. No, no way. No way. Oh God, KD would absolutely embarrass Giannis. Okay, on the defensive side. Okay, if and you, then you, he'd score 30 on Giannis each time. Okay, I mean, you you know the guy just came off an Achilles injury, right? They, they aren't stopping anyone right now. And again, they, they could get better that it's early in the season. I, I just wonder, I just wonder if they can win a title with, again, we, we haven't seen a team win a title outside the top 10 in defense since the 01 Lakers. And that team was, you know, on straight cruise control. With hey, hey, we're, not, we're not going to talk about their championship, bro. <laughs> hey, next time, brother. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, that's the last time the Sixers made the finals. They could have made another one if they traded for James Harden. Um, but we don't want that idiot over here, man. We straight, man. But I, I just, I just wonder, I just wonder how they're gonna make that happen. Um, they don't look like they can guard a soul right now. There's obviously a lot of time to prepare, but that whole staff is basically the 07 Suns. 
you're you're looking at Steve Nash and Mark Stoudemire, Mike D'Antoni on the sideline. It's basically the Suns, another team that that uh, famously didn't give a damn about defending, and they didn't win a title because of it. So I, I just I just wonder if they're they're going to be able to defend well enough. That's my only issue. But but it's a great trade. Tremendous trade. Yeah, it, it they're was, getting out. They're getting was, out the East unless the Heat stop them. But we need one more player. How about them Heat, man? Them boys is done. They was a bubble team. We done? Who made the finals last year? Bubble team. That, not, that, what, that. It's a wrap. Look Interesting. At what yeah. did the Sixers do last night? Uh, look at here. NBU had 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 uh was resting because of his. You, you you saw you saw six ten Lonzo airball that three. I saw that. <laughs> That was um, that was uh, it was drafty in the building. Yeah, so I, I'm not gonna say anything about about six ten six ten Rondo. I will never um, talk about the best player on the Sixers, but everybody else in the Sixers, I can talk about for days. Um, you know, it, it's gonna be interesting. Look, the the East is probably as interesting as it's been in the past ten years. Like, like it's it's pretty top heavy and stacked. I'm really yeah. interested to see Bucks Nets. I think Giannis truly – I don't think they have anybody bro, for Giannis. Giannis Monday. Showed, Giannis showed us they who's play Monday. He, he's not he's, – they're not going to be – they're not – I don't I don't even think the Bucs make it to the Eastern Conference Finals this year. I just – I feel I like believe in the Bucks. it's over for them, man. Okay. I yeah. mean, I mean – They're choking uh, earlier than they normally do this this uh, during the season. They don't normally choke in the regular season. They look terrible. Right. Yeah, they're not even – they're not even looking like a real team now. And you think in the playoffs, all of a sudden, they're going to turn it up? I don't believe okay. it. Okay, I mean, I'm I'm intrigued to see how it goes, man. I, I, going, I just, you're gonna see it on Monday. James Harden gonna drop forty. Oh my KD gonna God. drop thirty. Kyrie's gonna come back slow, drop like fourteen. Oh, and Giannis God. gonna score eighteen. Okay, all right. And well, then, I, well, I, I, it's interesting that you guys are this optimistic about the Nets. I think they have a lot of work to do, but you know, I we'll see how it goes. They they have one center on the roster, and he's very old and very washed. Um, yeah, he's. They got to get a new center. Bro, um, how did so, they keep Joe Harris in that trade? What I'm trying to figure out. Like nobody. They got rid. Of, they let Jared Allen go. All the uh, picks. He had to man. let go of one or the other. I all the picks. I don't know if I would have let Jared Allen go. I don't know. You I need would've. a shooter. You need another shooter. So. The spacing is the spacing is gonna be outstanding. It's gonna be out of this world. Uh, Joe Joe Harris is probably gonna be living in heaven, getting all those open shots. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be a fun team to watch. I just. They just give me 07 Suns vibes. They don't have anybody who cares about defending. They don't have anybody who's really good at defending. And then the coaching staff is straight up, we care about getting these buckets. Um, he is great at defending. He learned it in Golden State. Kyrie, he can be a defender when he wants to be. KD had about a 20-game stretch in Golden State where he looked like an all NBA defensive player. And, and then outside the of that, I know outside of that, he, I mean, he, no, look, I, I'll give you this. He, he played great. T, he did play great team defense in the playoffs. Um, I, I just, that one guy though, even if he is absolutely locked in, it's, it's hard to picture that team getting stops down the stretch of a big game, especially if you're, if you're talking about on the biggest of big stage in the finals, how are they going to stop a LeBron James, Anthony Davis pick and roll? How are, how are they going to stop that? You know what I mean? Like, I, I just, it's hard for me to see. I think, I think it's a great trade. You let Caldwell Pope shoot the three. 
How did that work for the Heat? How did that work for the Heat? Um, Listen, we live and die by our decision to let Caldwell Pope beat us. If he beats us, they deserved it. I'm not going to say that they didn't, but, I mean, seeing Caldwell Pope do it two years in a row, that'll convince teams not to do it. First-year coach Steve Nash trying to deal with some of the the wildest egos and personalities in the league. Um, And I'm not saying that he can't do it. I just wonder if they're going to prioritize defending. That's really, that's really my biggest thing. I know they're going to score points and I know that the, the numbers are going to look flashy. Katie puts up 42, five, four, and then you get Harden with 32, 14 and 12 in his first game. So, you know, the numbers are going to be flashy all season, just like that. We're going to be like, Oh my God, you got 30 from this guy and 30 from him. And it, it, you know, they're going to, they're going to put up great numbers. Um, I just you, you can't we can't win without defending in the playoffs. It's just a thing. Can I just say? Can I just say I, I agree with AJ? Before we move on, I just want to have it on the record that I agree with AJ. My whole argument was around the Phoenix Suns 07. So thanks for that, AJ. You've done your homework. I'm very proud of you. Hey, shouts out. You know I, I'll be watching a couple games here and there. <laughs> <laughs> well, watch Monday. The Bucks will get locked up. Lose by like twenty, and then we can discuss that next week. So what are we getting into next, man? I'm I'm, I'm trying to yeah, I mean, you guys are insane. Uh, so all right, so so who do you <laughs> think the next players are to try to force the trade out of their bad situation? I guess I'll start off. Uh, get my man Andre Drummond out of Cleveland. They already got too many big men over there. They need to trade them to probably look to try to get. If I was him, I'd try to go to Boston. That's a team that a contender that needs a, a big man. Um, maybe the Clippers. I don't know who they would trade though. But yeah, that's that's my first guy. That's it's interesting. Interesting you bring up Andre Drummond. I I, I saw the homie uh the homie Kolb on Twitter was like uh you know made made a point that Andre is the ultimate good stats bad team guy. Um. Mm-hmm. I'm not so I, I wonder if Andre could ever really fit into a winning situation. I just I just doubt it, it partially because I haven't seen it and partially because he just seems to put up so many empty stats. Um almost like a Kevin Love when he was with the Timberwolves. Um but anyway, I think I, I'm I'm gonna pick the obvious one here. Uh it's Brad Beal. Um get Brad Beal out of Washington. Uh he he doesn't deserve that. Um, he's playing with Russ, uh, who's throwing up brick after brick and just getting triple doubles in L's. Um, nobody, again, another team that can't defend anybody. Um, Brad Beal needs to be in a winning situation. I thought at the start of the season, the most likely trade to happen was Beal to the Nets. Um, and I thought that would have been a really interesting move. But obviously that didn't work out. But, you know, get him out of there. Um, I hope he, you know, starts to – nudge management a little bit like hey man can we can we start looking for a trade because he's he's wasting away right now and I, i'd love to see him on a winning situation maybe the los angeles lakers um that that's been something that i've been i've been looking forward to for a while too so we'll see see if they can make that happen i gotta bounce off of you aj uh, i believe on instagram live i mentioned bradley bill there's no way that he enjoys playing with Russell Westbrook. And in a perfect world, I would like to see him in L.A. with the Lakers, of course. I don't know what we would give up. Um, I'd like to hear your thoughts on that, on if you agree with that, 
or you know who we think we should give up. I mean, I'm good with giving up Kuz. I've been trying to get rid of him for a while. He's playing great this season, but Kuz for Bradley Bill, I think that's a no-brainer. But I don't know if anybody will take that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, definitely, definitely a, a package of of maybe a Kuz. Um, you know, maybe would probably have to throw in a guy like Taylor Horton Tucker. Maybe ship Montrez out. Um, and you know, throw in some picks. The issue is they gave they gave up a lot of their draft compensation to get Anthony Davis. So I don't know how much more draft capital they have left to to give up for a guy like Beal. But it it, it would all depend on that. Probably would have to give up Kuz and a guy like Tht though to really make the deal happen. Don't know how how uh, possible that is. And also. I don't know if you want to mess up the Lakers' depth right now. Like, the, the Lakers, uh, quiet as it's kept, not only have AD and Braun, but, you know, they have a nice little rotation right now of eight, nine, ten guys. So, it's worth looking into. I would love to see Bradley on the Lakers. Just, you know, obviously it would be refreshing and it would be a lot of fun. But I, just for him to get out of Washington, you know, he deserves better. And I think we can all agree on that. AJ, are you a Lake, are you a Lakers fan? I am, oh man, I am a Lakers <laughs> fan, and I'm a uh-huh. Steph and I'm a Steph fan. Um, <laughs> I, I'm really, if I can be real though, I'm a basketball agnostic. I, I just like really good basketball. Um, but I, I, I'm partial. I'm partial to the Lakers because I grew up rooting for the Lakers. I grew up rooting for Kobe, so I'm partial okay. to the Lakers and. Obviously, I'm, you know, Steph is my guy also. So uh, that's that. But I, I, I have to be careful saying I'm a full Lakers fan because it's it's not as deep as it once was. But you know, that's that's that. Gotcha. Okay. So it's funny that you said Kevin Love because that was the first name that popped in my head. I think he needs to uh, force his way out of Cleveland. Uh, there's a little bit of good situations for him. Uh, the Sixers, they they need a stretch four. Uh, the Clippers, they could use them, and I think he could come to Miami also. So if if one of those three teams go after Kevin Love, uh, I think they well the Clippers definitely would move ahead of the Lakers in my opinion. But it would actually make the Sixers a little bit more formidable, and I think it would make it would help us match out with the Nets uh, a lot better. But um, so I'm hoping Kevin Love is the guy that gets out because uh, he can't just be wasted away in Cleveland. Just it just doesn't make any sense for me. Yeah, LR, you I see you on the team of uh, get them good players out of Cleveland, baby. Welcome to the team, brother. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm tired of seeing these players in Cleveland. Yeah, it was, remember, that time, remember that time Jokey and was like, who 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 want to go to Cleveland? Like nobody says uh, Cleveland is as a uh, vacation spot. That John had me crying. But, but I'm just seeing there seven C right now. It's crazy. Uh, but yeah, they definitely need to get the drumming and uh, Kevin Love out of Cleveland. Try to get some draft picks for the future. It's uh, interesting. It's interesting that K Love hasn't been traded yet, man. He's he's the last the yeah. last man standing from all those uh, crazy LeBron Cavs teams the second time around. I don't know. I, I would love to see K Love on a winner. Like I feel like he still has something left to give to a title contender. So I, I, I agree with Great. you. Yeah, I think I think he definitely has a lot left. It just he can't get he can't escape. I don't know why. Yeah, because he's injury prone. It's hard yeah. to trade him. 
Also, I mean, you know, they, they swagged him out with that big contract. And, you know, he probably was like, look, I can just live and have no expectations and make a lot of money. Some people are Very cool true. with that at a certain point. And, you know, I thought James Harden was going to be cool with that for the rest of his life. But he finally, I guess, decided he wanted to win. So there you go. Oh, yeah. No, no. Me and James, we're not on that that type of time. We, we're all about championships. Oh, my God. Stop it. I talked to him. Gosh. I told him it was time. it was time to go. I'm the reason he's gone. But uh, <laughs> move to the next topic. Uh, my man, my man must started at Henny early this morning. Man. <laughs> Guy is talking ridiculous. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back into it. All right, well, we're right back into it. Uh, <laughs> next topic: um, how how State didn't show up in national championship. I guess I started off. Um, you know, I got scared when I saw Trey Sermon go out with that. Um, that shoulder injury, um, I knew it was finna get ugly, but my man, my man Master T held on for a little bit, turned up for us. So like, y'all, we got a shot. Until I see Sean Wade checking Devontae Smith, it was barbecue chicken for that man all night long. Um, well, yeah, he 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 talked he talked himself probably into a late first round or early sec early uh second round because hmm, he couldn't cover a cold with Tylenol. Um, man had 215 yards in the first half. That's that's ridiculous. Um, yeah, and 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 uh, oh, ooh, the, the, the two white boys on Ohio State. Oh my goodness, man! Every every play, I knew I think somebody getting cooked. I knew it was them. I said, I, I just I just don't understand. And and I get that I get that Ohio State. Um, lacked a little bit of depth in the secondary this season, but I, I just don't understand why they continued to go out there in base four three against a team like Alabama that's going to spread you out against a team that has four or five <laughs> receivers that can hit you upside the head with big plays and against the best player in the entire country who won the Heisman, uh, Devontae Smith. Uh, they just made it easy for him, and I mean – the, the, the play to me that signified everything was them going zone and then somehow isolating Devontae <laughs> Smith on tough Borland, uh, the linebacker. And, I mean, he just looked like a freaking plate of bricks out there trying to rumble and, and catch Devontae Smith. I mean, it's just, it's just terrible. I, I don't get why they – they you know, obviously there's that part of it where I felt like the, the coaching on the defensive side gave them no chance. Um, and, and to the players credit, I thought they tackled well early, but they just gave them no chance in space to even keep up. Um, but even aside from that, I thought when they kicked the field goal on fourth down in, uh, inside the five, I was like, guys, you need touchdowns to stay in this game. Like, what are you doing? Um, yep, I knew it was over after that. I was like, yep, gonna get that this way. they played, you know, they, they played. They didn't play to win, you know what I mean? And and then, you know, obviously it got a little out of control after that. They gave up a couple <laughs> touchdowns, but then to come back, it's 35-17, two minutes left, and to just hand the ball off and not try to get back any points before the half was just perplexing to me. I just he just didn't play to win. Do you want to win the game or not? Um, you you can't how how are you down 35-17 to an Alabama team that's getting the ball first in the second half? And you just punt on your final possession of the half. I, I it just 
perplexing to me. I, I thought I thought the coaching was terrible. Obviously, like you said, Trey Sermon going out early was big. I thought that affected a lot of things that they wanted to do offensively. But at the end of the day, like I, you just you can't you can't y'all play to win. They played to. I don't even know what the, I don't know what they were doing. Um, completely outcoached and outclassed. I mean, it just it, it's mind boggling. Uh, oh, Ohio State, Ohio State, Ohio State. <laughs> oh, man. When did I know the game was over? Oh, when the matchup was set after Ohio State beat Clemson, I knew that there was no chance Ohio State was going to beat Alabama. Uh, we can go back to the Clemson game. I thought that Clemson beat themselves. And I thought that my guy Trevor Lawrence missed a lot of throws that I knew Mac Jones wasn't going to miss. So when uh, we talk about like Ohio State's defense, uh, we can even go back to like the regular season. Like the defense wasn't always that crisp. They just played a lot of teams that weren't that talented. The offense was always good. I, I like Justin Fields, but uh, Bama's defense is on a different level. So. I mean, Ohio State played their best, but there was no way, no chance that there was going to be – those teams could play it 100 times, and there's no chance that the result was going to be any different than a 28-point blowout. Uh, there's just – Wow, there's just, I got to – I got to – I'm sorry. There's just I gotta such hop a huge in. discrepancy between the two teams that I, I, gotta, I didn't see. I got to I gotta hop in on that one because I – I think I think you brought up a couple things that kind of made me make me disagree with your final point there. Uh, the Go the ahead. fact that it, there was just no chance. Um, so yes, Trevor missed. Trevor definitely missed some throws that that Mac Jones did not. Um, but the reason he missed those throws is because he had pressure right up right up in the middle of the line and right into his face. Um, and those guys that dominated that Clemson game did not play against Alabama. And that's just a fact. Tyreek Smith and Tommy Togiai were out. They were ruled out right before the game. So once that happened and Ohio state loses its top two pass rushers, um, it was pretty much impossible for Ohio state to get pressure on Mac Jones. They got pressure on him one time and he fumbled and that led to a huge Ohio state touchdown. <laughs> but outside of that, um, Mac Jones was just sitting there back, sitting pretty in the pocket all night. And so of course he was going to make the throws that Trevor Lawrence didn't make. So I, I can't, I can't fully agree with you on that. I think injuries played a big deal in, in the coronavirus, of course. Oh, I hate the coronavirus so much, yeah, um, <laughs> but you know, so I, I think, I, I think I disagree with you that I think if Ohio state was at full strength, had their full myriad of pass rushers, if they had everybody good to go, if Trey Sermon played the game, <laughs> Trey Sermon got knocked out on the first play of the game. I mean, this guy was on an Ezekiel Elliott type tear. So I, I can't fully agree with that. Like, I do think there's there was, there's a talent discrepancy. Um, I don't think that, that Alabama defense was, you know, anything special. I think Ohio State just gave up at a certain point once they, once they got down um, and they were pressing. Um, but I think if Trey Sermon's healthy and I think if Ohio State had their, their line ready, I think there's a chance they keep that closer. Um, I don't think they would have stopped Alabama. Like you, I do agree with the fact that Ohio State, uh, the defense that left something to be desired all season. Um, but I think if they were fully healthy, they might have been able to keep it a game. Um, I, don't think, I don't think it had to be a 28-point blowout.
Okay, so if they're fully healthy, then that means Waddle's fully healthy. So then that means instead of one person getting 200 yards on Ohio State's bad secondary, I'll give you the line. The line is great, but Ohio State's bad secondary, that's two people going against the bad secondary. I think it's the same result if we're talking all healthy. Um, I, I mean, maybe. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how much how much better it would have been with Waddle. Like, like I, I, I really don't know. I, I, I don't. We didn't, we didn't get to see it for more than like two or three games this season. What their offense looked like with Smith and Waddle, right? Um, so I, I don't fully know how much of a difference that would have made. Like, I think, I think Alabama's offense is just was just gonna be great no matter what. Like, I don't think it would have been like I don't think Waddle being there would have made it that much exponentially better. Um. But at the end of the day, I, I just I just think the pass rush was a big thing. Like Ohio State peaked in the Clemson game because of the yeah. pass rush. Everything worked off of that. Like like you know, Sean Wade still got cooked a couple times in that game too. I mean, it's not like he was magically turned into somebody else or anything. But the difference was, hey, we're getting after the passer, and Trevor Lawrence was on the ground all game, and so of course he wasn't going to look as as good as he did against everybody else, but. I just – you can't tell me that Mac Jones wouldn't have folded if he got pressured. I, I've seen it. He doesn't. He, 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 he likes Who's, getting hit. Who, who has really put, put pressure on Mac Jones this year? Like, he hasn't uh, – to me, to me in the Alabama games, and I've actually watched a lot of Alabama games, he just – I watched a lot of first halves until the game's over. <laughs> he's, he's comfortable in the pocket. Like, like I feel like if – Ohio State was able to get pressure in his face. It would have been a different game, but we can—I mean, we can do the hypotheticals all we want. But at the end of the day, the players that were out there didn't have a chance because Ohio State's coaching staff didn't give them a chance. I think uh, I think Georgia, the Georgia game, they did really well getting the pressure on Mac in the first half. Uh, they went—I'm almost certain—they went into that half with the lead. But then, you know, Mac Jones started accepting the hits in the second half, and then Ohio State uh, blew them out. And I thought that Georgia's defense was a lot better than Ohio State's. So, like, Georgia's pressure, even when you're, the pressure gets to Mac Jones, like, he'll adjust in the second half. Like, oh, you just got to give him some time. He's, he's so, not one of those so, guys so that's he, scared to get are hit. You, are you saying Mac Jones should be taken ahead of – this is breaking news. Mac, this if is, Mac Jones <laughs> handles pressure better than Trevor Lawrence, then – Get Urban Meyer on the phone. He needs to take Mac Jones number one overall. All I'm going to say is I don't know how Clemson or how Trevor Lawrence would have looked with uh, Devontae Smith. I mean, I know they have they have a top receiver also, but uh, no, you, you, you can't replicate Smith's speed. Um, uh, he, he, he can do everything. So uh, I'm, not gonna, I'm not about to say Mac Jones is better than Trevor Lawrence. I'm just saying that there's times where I've seen under pressure, Mac Jones can make those throws that Trevor Lawrence sometimes doesn't want to get hit and shies away from it. Hey man, once again, we, we can't, can't forget Trey Sermon. Can't, can't forget about Lil Brunham. Um, <laughs> can't forget about Trey Sermon. He had, you know, 30 carries for 193 yards against Clemson. That was huge. That, that, that pulls the second, that pulls the safeties down into the box and then play action. Justin Fields had a field day one-on-one down the field. If Trey Sermon plays that game, it might've been 
a different dynamic on offense. But we'll never know. And Ohio State got embarrassed, and we just, you know, we'll, they'll be back next year. I mean, Clemson, Ohio State, Alabama. If you gave me, if you gave me some odds on that, I would take it. Like I, I think those three teams will probably be back in the playoff next season. It all depends on Clemson what they what quarterback they get. Uh, we know Alabama is definitely going to be back. Ohio State, I think that depends on the quarterback also. Uh, but then again, I don't really know about the Big Ten. I don't know what Penn State's going to do, what Wisconsin is going to look like. I, Iowa, I can't they, tell they got you. a nice. I can tell you what all those teams will look like. They'll be big and slow and strong, and Ohio State's <laughs> athletes will run right past them. Um, Ohio State, uh, I, I think I think their quarterback situation, it, it, you're not looking at the elite talents that they've had in the past. But right. um, but at, at the end of the day, I mean, I, I think they'll be fine. Um, you know, they've won with J.C. Barrett. Um, they've won. They won a national title with Cardell Jones. They won a national title with Craig Krenzel. So, so Ohio State will be fine at QB. They always figure things out. Clemson, DJ Uyunglele is very highly touted and very, uh, very talented, um, and did a decent job filling in for Trevor when he had the Rona. So, I, I expect Clemson to uh, be just fine. I expect uh, I expect Alabama to be fine. Bryce Young is supposed to be better than everyone they had they, he's supposed to be better than Tua and better than Jalen Hurts I don't know if that's true but we'll, we'll see if we'll see if it is um but I you know all three of those I mean, teams have won without great QBs before uh Tua was never really that good to me in college he just benefited from having great receivers uh Jalen Hurts showed me more in Oklahoma then he showed me at Alabama, but um, I'm glad that he is getting a chance to, you know, show his skills in Philadelphia right now. But uh, so I, I can see it. I can see Alabama having a quarterback that's better than Tua and Jalen Hurts. That, that wouldn't shock me at all. Um, as far as uh, the Clemson, we saw that when he was tested, like really tested against Notre Dame, that, that was their only loss. So I, I understand that he'll be good against, you know, teams that are inferior, but I need to know what, what will he do against Notre Dame next year? What will he do if they do make the college playoffs? Like that, that's what, that's what a real, like, show me quarterback does. Do you show up, you know, when it's time to win against the, the ranked teams? And, and, and let me, and let me jump in here real <laughs> quick. Um, I said, I said, old state won't have, you know, elite talent at QB. You know, the, the guy I think that's going to start next season, his name is C.J. Stroud. He was a four-star, 97, 97% composite ranking on 24-7 sports. So, I mean, mm-hmm. for that for that to be not as elite as it's been in the past, I mean, that's still pretty damn good. He was a four-star guy out of California, 97% rated. I mean, I think C.J. Stroud will be pretty good, especially once Ryan Day starts to get in his ear. So, I mean, Ohio State will be fine. I expect Clemson to, to be back. Um, you know, maybe Clemson might slip up, but it's doubtful. The The ACC competition hasn't been great. Um, it's more of a chance that that perhaps the Big Ten and SEC could clip Alabama or clip Ohio State than the ACC could clip Clemson. Very true. 
Yeah, but uh, tough boy only need to change his name to soft boy because oh my goodness, he was the <laughs> whole game. Oh my god! Uh, All right, what, what y'all? So what did y'all? What did y'all think about yesterday's playoff games and who's gonna win today, fellas? Uh, uh, I, I told people the Ravens are going to beat the. I'm mean, not Ravens. I told people the Bills are going to beat the Ravens, and that's exactly what happened. I, I'm sorry, Lamar got hurt, um, but it wouldn't change anything if he was still playing healthy. Uh, uh, I, 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 I had him going. I had him going in the pick. I had him going to the AFC Championship against the Chiefs. Now I picked the Chiefs as obviously as the obvious answer to make the Super Bowl, but I won't be surprised if the Bills find a way to somehow upset the Chiefs. I, I really wouldn't be surprised. I feel like this might be the year. This, make a this, decision. This would be choose. this would be this would be the year that Josh Allen beats Patrick Mahomes. Um, I feel like they have a, a significant better defense than you guys. Um, oh, okay. I we you know Chiefs beat them by two scores last time they played in Buffalo, but you know I, I don't worry about it. Regular season. I just, regular season, I'm, I just, I'm just saying that was when Buff, that was when Buffalo's defense was bad. I'll say that it it, it was bad earlier in the season, and now it's great. It's not great, but it's good enough. <laughs> okay. um, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm, I, I don't, I don't think the Chiefs are gonna lose to anybody. But go ahead, I'll, I'll let you guys go. Uh, yeah. go ahead. Uh, you didn't, you didn't say what you going, what you thought about Bucks Saints, Rob. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, I'm def- I definitely got the Bucks. Um, I don't see Brady losing three times in a row. A lot of people say they do. I don't know how. Um, there's no way he's losing three times in a row. Um, interesting. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I, time, man. I'm not surprised what happened to the Ravens yesterday. Um, I'm surprised that Tucker missed three field goals, but I mean two field goals. But I'm not surprised that the Bills won. Uh, I knew when I when I took the Ravens yesterday, it was going to be a risk. Um, they just don't have that number one receiver. Mm-hmm. That 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 they really need to take them like over the top. Uh, I saw it last week, and I still stupidly just believed in Lamar. But um, like we when we look at Buffalo, that remember that that offense didn't really take off until they got Stephon Diggs. And I know I talk a lot about him, but he's still a number one, a number one guy. So like you need a number one receiver to win in this league. But as far as the Bills versus, because I, I got the Chiefs winning today. As far as the Bills versus the Chiefs, um, the Bills defense may be improved, but you there's not a defense that can stop the Chiefs. <laughs> they uh, they proved that last year's Super Bowl when the Niners came in with one of the best defenses that season. I think it was one of the top ones, and we saw last and we saw yesterday where the Packers had the top rated offense and the Rams had the best defense defense doesn't really win like that anymore. And the Ravens defense was better than the bills defense and the Ravens only scored three. So it's not just about defense. I got, I got the chiefs winning. It won't be a 14 point, you know, a game like the last time I got the chiefs winning by like seven, but uh, next week when the chiefs play the bills, I got the chiefs winning by seven this week. I got the bills. I mean, I got the chiefs winning by 10, um, I just, I'm just not sure how well, uh, the Browns will be able to keep up with the Chiefs scoring today. Uh, I know the Browns got a, a nice offense, but I don't know if they'll be able to keep up with the Chiefs. Um, the Chiefs are going to score touchdowns. Um, there's no doubt about that. And as far as the night game, 
I got the Saints beating the Bucks, and I, I hate this because I, I always hate going against Brady in the playoffs, but it, the Saints just match up well against the Bucks. I don't know why, but they do. The Saints defense is actually playing great, and it started that 38-3 game in Tampa, and then after that, it was just like a string of great defensive games. They only had one bad defensive game. You know, it was against Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. Just thought I'd say that. They only had one bad defensive game against uh, the Eagles. And uh, ever since then, they, they're, they've they been on a tear. So I'm, I'm going the Saints because I think the offense is slightly better. And I think the defense is significantly better. And uh, when it comes to next week, uh, I've been going A-Rod all season. So uh, be prepared to see a Packers-Chiefs Super Bowl. Interesting. Interesting. The Chiefs would win that by a lot too. Um, uh, Ooh, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, oh. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm intrigued. Uh, you know, once again, I'm intrigued to know what it would have happened if Aaron Donald was fully healthy. Um, I know Aaron made them look silly, and I was highly disappointed in Jalen Ramsey um you know Jalen's one of my favorite guys to watch in the league and you know he wasn't much of a factor at all um you know I I thought that was surprising that he didn't you didn't hear his name called more than we did except for you know him getting roasted down on the goal line um uh so I, I thought that was intriguing but I I thought if Aaron was uh Aaron Donald that is if he was fully healthy it might have made a bit of a difference. And, you know, again, it's all about these guys are, you know, these guys are pros. These guys are amazing. And when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, he's one of the best of all time. And so you got to make him uncomfortable. And, you know, he just didn't, he just wasn't uncomfortable at all during the game. And, um, you know, I wonder if Aaron Donald might've been able to make some noise, make him get off the spots a little bit if he was, um, but I thought I thought the two games yesterday were highly underwhelming. Um, I, I wanted so much more out of those. Um, Lamar was game was driving. Really? No, it was not. Oh my god! Yeah, it was when they covered the spread, baby. <laughs> oh my god! Um, Forty-six over. Um, but y- you know, I, I thought. Um, you know, Lamar is going down a drive for the tying score. And it was, I thought it was a great drive. And then he makes the fatal mistake and, you know, the pick six, 101 yards. And it was, it was pretty much over after that Lamar gets hurt. And, you know, that pretty much was, it was it after he got hurt. Um, so I, I thought those games were underwhelming, but you know, they, they, they played out interestingly. Um, obviously I have the chiefs today. Um, I'm, I'm probably going to, go get all of my Chiefs gear and lay it out on the table and um, say a prayer before this one. Um, so, but uh, yeah, no, I have the Chiefs beating the Browns. Um, I, I honestly, I think the Browns are going to cover. Uh, I think the line's been fluctuating a little bit more in the last couple of days. It started off at 10. I think it's down to eight and a half right now. Um, you know, I think the Browns will probably cover it or probably uh, backdoor it. Mm, I, I'll, I, I'm, I'll say Chiefs 30. Uh, Browns 27 uh, much like a lot of the Chiefs games this season the Chiefs will get a big lead and then they'll just hold on to the lead at the end the Browns will probably back back to recover it um, so I'm you know Chiefs going away in that one um, I've been on the Bucks all season I've been one of the few people that's been on the Bucks all season I've been saying this 
I've, I've had no reason to change my pick. Nothing has happened to make me want to change my pick. Um, so I think the Bucks get the win today. Um, I think the Bucks will smack up Green Bay like they did earlier in the season. Oh, um, remember that? Oh, that was a lucky game. But okay. <laughs> all right. Hey, nothing. Nothing has happened to make me change my pick. Um, so I, I mean, regardless. So look. Oh, sorry. Oh well, I, well I was gonna say I, I could totally be wrong, right? I could totally be be wrong about the Bucks. Um, my my thought process all year was they were gonna take a lot of time to get their chemistry together. Obviously, it's Brady's first year; they've got to learn each other. And then you add in Antonio Brown midway through the season; that took a while to get together. I think they're my my thought process all year was they're gonna gel at the right time. Um, and they honestly won more games in the regular season than I thought. I thought they'd max out at 10 and six. They got to 11 and five. They won the first game of, of the postseason pretty handily. Uh, I think they get the win tonight. I think they, they smack up the, the Packers once again uh, for a second time this season. And uh, I think it'll be Chiefs Bucks. I've been riding that all season. I have had zero reason to change my pick. I think the Chiefs the Chiefs smacked up the Bucks earlier in the year. I think they'll smack them up again in Tampa. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited for the matchup, but it's, it's been a tumultuous year. All these sports leagues have somehow gotten to their title games and it looks like the NFL is going to make it too. So let's just cross our fingers that we don't get anything crazy going on and we get a, a nice Chiefs Bucks Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I know yeah I, I know look I, I I get it I get it like they haven't been the Bucks haven't been the Chiefs have been the best team in the league all year but the Bucks have not the Bucks have looked up and down they've looked uh wonky their offense has been out of sorts at times sometimes they can run the ball sometimes they can't sometimes their pass rush looks like the night the 85 Bears and sometimes their defense looks like they can't cover a Colt so you know the Bucks have been really fluctuating I think they're just going to peak at the right time. And they have, at the end of the day, they have the GOAT. I mean, they, they have the greatest of all time. Um, like their rookie corner they got, what was his name, Winfield? It's tough. Yeah, yeah, uh, son of a Buckeye, uh, Antoine Winfield Jr. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I think it'll be interesting. Um, I'm excited to see Tyreek Hill against Carlton Davis again. Go back and watch Tyree Kill versus Carlton Davis, the first matchup. It was an absolute massacre. Um, I'm intrigued to know if how the Bucks are going to play that because they cannot leave Carlton Davis on Tyree Kill again. It 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 won't it won't play out well for them. Um, but that that's we'll, we'll see tonight. I could totally be, I could totally be wrong, guys. Could totally be wrong. Drew Brees come out and make Tom look silly, but I, I don't see it happening. Oh, Drew Brees is going to put on a show tonight. Oh, I, I don't know about all that, man. Get your popcorn. Ready. He hasn't. He hasn't looked. He hasn't looked good all season. Oh no, never. He, the he only game he looked good, good against was against the Bucks when they won thirty-eight to three. Yeah, he, he he hasn't looked good all season. I thought he um when when they announced he was starting against the Chiefs, I said, oh, please give me the money line. I, I was like, put my put my house my whole life savings on the money line. Um, when they announced he was he was starting as the Chiefs, so I was like, "Come on, let's let's go. Give me this bread." But I I don't know. He he could he could come out and look amazing. Mike Thomas might make a little bit of a difference, but uh, 
Brady's got Brady's got weapons, man, and and I think his defense is gonna gonna pick him up too. Yeah, I like that. I like the energy. Uh, but um, so where y'all think uh Deshaun Watson go? I think he probably ends up in Miami or the Forty Niners. Uh, I would like to see him in San Francisco. I feel like that's the best option for him. They're on the defense. They got a good, great defense. Um, got a few guys. Got a lot of weapons on offense. I feel like that'd be the best chance for him uh, to play also make some noise. Uh, because Houston, you know, they always, uh, you know, they 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 took the GM that he did, probably didn't really want. Um, I don't think they get. If only way he stays there if they get um Eric from the officer coordinator from the Chiefs. If if if, he, if they don't get him as a coach, I feel like he's out of there by the draft. Yeah. yeah, I I can only speak to where I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him in the NFC. I think he's. I think most. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think most. I think most AFC quarter. But that that's for him mostly though. I think most AFC quarterbacks don't have a chance in the next ten to fifteen years with Mahomes. Um, you know, I I, I see I see the Chiefs going on a Patriots like run. So I would love to see Deshaun go to the NFC and flourish. Um, maybe a team like the 49ers might be a good fit. Um, but, you know, just anywhere but Houston. I mean, you know, they, they, they seem to have a little bit of a, a little bit of a plantation mentality over there. And uh, I, it, it doesn't bode well for anybody. So get him out of there. Get Deshaun to a team where he can win. And, you know, feel bad for Houston, though. They're losing all their stars. Uh. Yeah, uh, uh, Houston, they, I never believed in that team. Uh, I thought Deshaun Watson could at least, like, um, take him to the playoffs consistently, but then bad coaching and, and then trading your best receiver uh, ended all of those dreams. Once that happened, it was time to get rid of Watson. Uh, I think Chicago, uh, San Francisco, or Miami – all good fits for uh, Deshaun Watson. Um, I know Miami's probably the top one because they can trade Tua for Watson, and I think that, that that's something that would help both teams and both players. Um, Tua's not ready to be, like, the leading quarterback on a playoff team, but Watson easily is. Uh, it's just um, hopefully they just free him. Uh, I hope it happens this offseason. I don't, I don't know if any of these moves will actually help them get to, like, you know, make a deep playoff run because there, there's a lot of good teams in the NFC, a lot of good teams in the AFC. Even with Watson, I don't know if it puts them at, the, like, the top two teams, maybe, like, third or fourth. Uh, San Francisco will definitely be, like, third. Uh, if he went to Chicago, I have them a little – I have them, like, fourth. Uh, if he went to Miami, I have them third. Uh, right behind the Bills and the Chiefs again next year. But, uh, yeah, so it just uh, – hopefully one of those teams are able to, you know, decide that they want to go after it and actually, you know, get them. It, it makes sense for them to go to a team with, like, a, a tough defense that's right on the cusp. Yeah, and, and Houston's not going to trade him unless they get a crazy haul, though. And that's oh. why I just doubt it's going to really happen. Um you know, I, I, I think I think a team like the Niners should probably shell out some draft picks for them, but I, I just it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to make that trade without giving out some serious draft compensation. Um plus plus probably a couple starters. So 
I don't know. I don't know how that's going to happen. Houston's going to hold them hostage for a while. The teams in the NFL just don't give up franchise QBs like that. Sadly, but very true. So, you know, sadly, sadly, the leverage doesn't work the same way in the NFL. It doesn't in NFL. I mean, in NBA, yeah. yeah. But yeah, you know how that generally go, man. You know, I, I love to see him in Dallas, but I hope they pay my man Dak. Man. <laughs> uh, man, I hope I hope Justin Fields falls to Dallas. Man, no, hope not that Fields falls. If, uh, if I'm the Eagles, I'm taking him unless unless that linebacker from Penn State is here because he's a dog. <laughs> Eagles man, I remember LR and my man AB was talking about some. We need to take Devontae Smith. He's not falling, y'all. He's going to the Dolphins. <laughs> I I don't know. I wanted. I don't know. It's debatable. Where, I need. I need somebody to put out what what rumor would get somebody to drop in the draft these days. I feel like smoking weed doesn't do it anymore. Like that Definitely used to be not. that used to be the thing. Like if you, oh my God, he smokes weed. Oh, I can't believe it. And then he would fall like thirty spots in the draft. Whatever, whatever needs to happen, somebody needs to put out a rumor about Devonte Smith because he needs to be a chief. Oh um, no, he'll never fall that far. <laughs> he needs to be. He needs to be a chief. I need. I need somebody to put out a rumor. Somebody. Somebody say that he was out here selling drugs or something. I don't know, but I. I Get my man Devonte in a Chiefs uniform. Uh, keep dreaming, buddy. Best I can say is that. Keep dreaming. <laughs> oh God! All right, y'all. It's been fun. I'm about to get ready for this for this game day. You feel me? Uh, oh yeah, two hours. Congratulations. Uh, just just make sure you guys win. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm a little I'm a little antsy, but I, I think the Chiefs got it. Oh, I don't know why you answer against the Browns, brother, but I understand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I holler at y'all. All right, y'all. Y'all be See good. You guys. Right, peace. Peace. peace.